Today's podcast sponsor is Holier, a wellness brand focused on creating nutrition products specifically tailored to the plant-based lifestyle. You're listening to the Ordinary Vegan Podcast, where we teach you everything you need to know about adopting a plant-based diet full or part-time. Our goal is to empower you to live a long and healthy life. You can find today's show at OrdinaryVegan.net or on iTunes. If you have any questions, please send an email to questions at OrdinaryVegan.net. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Ordinary Vegan Podcast number 94, Arsenic in Rice, Should You Be Concerned? If we haven't met, my name is Nancy Montori, and I am the founder of Ordinary Vegan, the website and this podcast. And I believe in the pillars of plant-based nutrition for health and wellness, for the health of the planet, and eating more plant-based meals lowers demand for meat, dairy, and eggs, which dramatically reduces animal suffering. So eating more plants is a win-win proposition. So before we get started, I want to say Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to the Ordinary Vegan Podcast in 2021. And thank you so much for being here and for all your support over the years. I greatly appreciate all of you and your messages and emails inspire me to work hard and serve you better. Like many of you, I had a lot of challenges in 2020, and I'm praying hard that 2021 will be a better year for the world in general. Today's podcast is inspired by Craig L., one of our community members. He wanted to know if we should be concerned about the arsenic content in rice. When I did a deep dive on this, I realized that there wasn't a clear, concise answer but there are many things to take into consideration. So let's get started. First, let's talk about arsenic. According to the World Health Organization, arsenic is a natural component of the Earth's crust and is widely distributed throughout the environment in the air, water, and land. So, We normally take in small amounts of arsenic in the air we breathe, the water we drink, and the food we eat. And people can also be exposed to arsenic in some other ways, such as in some man-made products. For most people, food and drinking water is the largest source of arsenic. There are two forms of arsenic, inorganic and organic. Organic arsenic compounds are a naturally occurring element. And I'm not going to get too scientific, but in an organic arsenic compound, the arsenic atom is attached to a carbon that may, for example, be part of a sugar molecule, making it more complicated in structure. But it is harmless and non-toxic. You will find organic arsenic in foods like fish and shellfish. On the other hand, inorganic arsenic compounds do not contain carbon and are generally simple molecules. These compounds are highly toxic. 
when determining arsenic content of foods, it is important to distinguish between the forms of arsenic because total arsenic count can be misleading. So always pay attention to the type of arsenic. Now, let's focus on the toxic inorganic arsenic and where it's hiding. The greatest threat to public health from inorganic arsenic originates from contaminated groundwater. In 2018, it was estimated that 50 million people in Bangladesh were at risk of exposure to toxic arsenic through consumption of water from wells. The wells were found to contain arsenic at concentrations of hundreds of times greater than 10 parts per billion. 10 parts per billion seem to be what most agree on as being okay to drink. But these wells in Bangladesh were hundreds of times greater than the 10 parts per billion. To put that into perspective, Oregon State University has an arsenic conversion table on the website, and they explain it like this. There are 1 billion people in India. If everyone wore a green sweater and one person wore a red sweater, the person in the red sweater would be representative of one part per billion. PPB. At any rate, long-term exposure to this drinking water can cause cancer, skin lesions, and it also has been associated with cardiovascular disease and diabetes. Sadly, these wells were made in Bangladesh because so many people were dying from gastrointestinal diseases caused by drinking pond and river water that were contaminated by sewage. As far as the United States goes, the EPA, which is the Environmental Protection Agency, limits the maximum level of arsenic allowed in U.S. drinking water to 10 parts per billion. However, consuming water with arsenic at lower levels over many years can still increase your risk for cancer. The highest risk comes from well water. Arsenic levels can vary between wells, even within a small area, and unfortunately, you can't taste, see, or smell arsenic. So it is important to test your well for arsenic so you can make an informed decision about whether to take further action. Because consuming water with even low levels of arsenic over a long period of time is associated with diabetes, increased risk of cancers of the bladder, lungs, liver, and other organs. Ingesting arsenic can also contribute to cardiovascular and respiratory disease. There is also evidence that ingesting arsenic can reduce the intelligence in children and cause skin problems such as lesions, discoloration, and even the development of corns. So please, if you're using well water, I recommend you use an accredited lab to test your water. And even low levels of inorganic arsenic can cause other health concerns like stomach aches, headaches, drowsiness, abdominal pain, diarrhea, and confusion. In the past, arsenic was also used in weed killers. Old agricultural soil can still contain high levels of arsenic from its former agricultural uses because arsenic tends to stick to soil and sediment and can leach into lakes, rivers, or groundwater. 
Arsenic was also used in pressure-treated lumber for residential uses to preserve wood from rot, like decks, playgrounds, fences, and other structures. They are now made with other compounds that do not contain arsenic. However, any structures built from lumber that was pressure-treated before 2004 may still contain CCA, which contains inorganic arsenic. About 15 years ago, the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, finally set limits on the amount of arsenic that industrial sources can release into the environment, including pesticides and other industrial products. Now, let's focus on arsenic and food. But before we do, I would like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Holier. Holier is a wellness brand focused on creating nutrition products specifically tailored to the plant-based lifestyle. Their first product is a science-backed multivitamin specifically designed to fill in the gaps for those leading a plant-based lifestyle. I personally love that they use whole food-based nutrients, which means their nutrients are either directly from a plant or naturally cultivated from a plant-based source. They use ingredients like algae, quinoa, and chickpeas. And one of the big perks for me is they taste and smell absolutely amazing, like an orange grove. Head over to liveholier.com, that's L-I-V-E-W-H-O-L-I-E-R.com for a 25% discount on your first order with coupon code ORDINARYVEGAN. There will be a link in this week's show notes. Now, let's talk about arsenic in rice and how arsenic gets into rice. Arsenic can be found in high concentrations in some plants, like rice, as the result of agricultural activity. For example, until the 1980s, arsenic-based pesticides were commonly used by cotton farms to help control bull weevils and other insects. However, since that time, many of these same cotton fields have been flooded with water to grow rice. So some of the arsenic found in the soil is absorbed by the growing rice plants. Now, rice grown in California has 40% less arsenic than rice grown, for example, in Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, and Arkansas. That's probably because cotton production in California reached a peak in the 70s and boll weevil infestations didn't affect California's crops like the traditional regions in the south. So there is probably less arsenic in the soil in California. Also, rice absorbs more arsenic than other food crops. In the United States, most Americans get most of their inorganic arsenic from Rice Krispies. There is also inorganic arsenic in rice milk and brown rice syrup. The Environmental Working Group, which is a nonprofit activist group that specializes in research and advocacy of all things toxic, says that we should worry about arsenic in rice. And according to them, there is no simple way to determine how much rice-based food you can safely eat. Because all the arsenic in your diet adds to your lifetime risk of developing cancer. 
Bottom line, they recommend that you limit consumption of rice and rice-based foods when possible and instead eat a varied diet of healthy, lower arsenic grains. They also point out that arsenic levels in rice milk often surpassed 10 parts per billion, which once again is the maximum allowed in drinking water. You can find more information about this on their website, ewg.org. If you are currently using rice milk, I would definitely switch to a no-risk plant-based milk. There are so many great options. According to Dr. Michael Greger, a study of pregnant women found that consuming about a half cup of cooked rice per day could raise urine arsenic levels as much as drinking a liter of arsenic-contaminated water at the current upper federal safety limit. These findings suggest that many people in the United States may be exposed to potentially harmful levels of arsenic through rice consumption. Another company called Consumer Reports tested 223 samples of rice products and found significant levels of inorganic arsenic in almost all of them. According to their website, within any single brand of rice we tested, the average total of inorganic arsenic levels were always higher for brown rice than for white rice. Actually, brown rice had 80% more arsenic than white rice, and that's because arsenic tends to collect in the rice's brown outer hull. So let's get back to the important question. Should we eat rice? Because rice is an easy, inexpensive, and healthy food, especially brown rice, which is rich in several vitamins and minerals. Unfortunately, there is no easy answer In the United States, there are no federal limits for arsenic in most foods, but there is for bottled water. As we talked about before, the FDA set a limit of 10 PPBs per billion. According to Dr. Greger, if the allowable level established here in the U.S. for arsenic in bottled water is 10 PPB parts per billion, and based on that number... Eating a little over a half cup of cooked rice was considered comparable with drinking one liter of the arsenic allowed in water. So you could eat nearly a serving every day and still stay within the daily arsenic limits set for drinking water. The Food and Drug Administration did conduct a risk assessment of certain health risks from inorganic arsenic in rice and products that contain rice. They found that decreasing the amount of rice consumed per eating occasion and frequency of consumption could reduce cancer risk proportionately. For example, decreasing frequency from a one serving of long grain rice per day to a half a serving per day would result in a predicted reduction of the lifetime risk of cancer from 136 to 68 cases per million. But the amount of arsenic that ends up in rice depends on where it is grown. And when determining arsenic content of foods, it's important to distinguish between the forms of arsenic, organic versus inorganic. 
I would definitely avoid junk foods made out of brown rice syrup, which are processed foods, and I never recommend them. Consumer Reports recommends moving rice to the yellow light zone. In other words, don't necessarily avoid it completely, but moderate your intake. You may also be able to cut your exposure by rinsing raw rice thoroughly before cooking, using a ratio of six cups of water to one cup of rice, and draining the excess water afterwards. This is a traditional method of cooking rice in Asia. So there is no easy answer here. But always remember, there are so many delicious whole grains to choose from, like barley, farro, and quinoa. Personally, after all my research, I'm going to think twice about how much rice I eat and look at where it is grown. I would also recommend researching the rice brands' websites because there are some rice companies outside of California who test their rice for arsenic amounts. I would also recommend not feeding your infants rice cereal because there are developmental concerns. My last recommendation is to stop drinking rice milk or using rice syrup. Who knew the subject of rice and arsenic was going to be so confusing? That's it for today's podcast. Thank you to Holier for sponsoring today's podcast and go to liveholier.com for your 25% discount on your first order by using the coupon code ordinaryvegan. Go to OrdinaryVegan.net to purchase my vegan, organically grown CBD oil from hemp. I am excited and honored to say that Ordinary Vegan CBD oil is part of a scientific study on the benefits of CBD oil for addictive behaviors. Early studies are promising, and I will keep you posted on that. But in the meantime, there are many promising studies on CBD oil and its potential role in easing symptoms of many common health issues, including anxiety, depression, and insomnia. And always remember, not all CBD oil from hemp is created equal. American-grown CBD is far superior to the lower-quality extracts imported from overseas. For recipes and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Ordinary Vegan and Facebook.com slash Ordinary Vegan. Additionally, you can find my new book, The Easy Five-Ingredient Vegan Cookbook, on my website. Also, please share this podcast so our community can grow. And if you have time, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The more reviews we receive, the better chance of spreading the compassion one plant-based meal at a time. Till next time. Thanks for joining our plant-based community today. Together, we can accomplish great things. Please subscribe so you don't miss any of Ordinary Vegan's recipes and plant-based tips. If you have any questions or feedback, email us at questions at ordinaryvegan.net. Until next time.